This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, and he says we go, we go. What's up, Al? How are you? Oh, hi there, Jerry. You know, on the way home from work today, I'm stopping off uh, getting a PSA test. That's oh, the prostate cancer test. All right, a little blood work? Well, I think it's just like really the PSA test is a quick thing. I yeah. know I should get like the full prostate yes, exam. Yes, you should. Because my father had prostate cancer. I know. I don't know why you don't do this. Because I'm going to give you the real answer. The last time I had a prostate check where they put the finger in the butt. You enjoyed it. No, I wish. If I enjoyed it, I'd go. He enjoyed it. That I don't know. I can't get in his head. Go ahead. It traumatized my sphincter muscles. My butt muscles quivered for way over a year. Like if I would just be relaxed and sitting down, my you know you get like a twitch in your eye? Of course. Or a twitch, a muscle twitch. You had an ass twitch. The hole. The actual sphincter hole. All right, all right. Over a year. Over I know, a year. But it's important. No. So I'm going to take the PSA test. Right. If that comes out abnormal, then actually, if it comes out abnormal, I'm going to get another PSA oh, blood God. test. If that comes out abnormal, then I'll go get my butt checked. And this time right. I'm going to a woman with small fingers. <laughs> That's right. You were the same person that didn't want to go buy condoms with the, a girl at the counter, but right. you want a woman doing that to Because you. I think they have smaller hands. What if they have fingernails? Well, that's that. Professionally, you can't have fingernails. You got to at least have one digit that doesn't have fingernails. <laughs> You're lucky you'll find the one that does. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing where honestly, we should be further along with. I don't disagree with you. Like, I would be okay if you put like just something that has to go in your butt. I understand that, but why? Why does it got to be your finger? I don't know. I guess that's how you feel for the lump. But can't they just? I don't know. Have like a super sensitive stick that goes up there and feels for a lump? I don't know. I don't want any part of that. Something's got to go up there. So I'm going to do that today. Then I got to, how about this? Then check this. First of all, by the way, I'm doing that through LabCorp. Yeah. And, you know, Quest Diagnostics, two competing companies. Mm -hmm. But they both have, and I don't think a lot of people know this. Oh, all the tests you can get? Yeah, they both have a lot of tests that you can order on your own. You go to LabCorp. You get the test. They send you the results in an easy-to-read format. And then if something's wrong, then you go yep. to, to your doctor. Yeah. But this idea of going to doctors now, it's, it's a mess. It can with be. Insurance. Especially when all they do is send you somewhere else in a I lot did, of cases. I did all my blood work in December. Okay. And it all looked, it all came out normal. So if something was abnormal, then I would look for so things. So you order it and then bring yeah. it. To, so I'm confused. How so do you- like on the LabCorp one, you order it online. And then depending on what type of test it is. So for me, I just wanted to get all my blood work done. Mm-hmm. 
So then they go, okay, here, uh, you pay for it. Then you schedule an, then they bring up the thing to schedule an appointment. When you go there, you don't bring anything. Right. When you go there, they, if there's special instructions, like for the blood work, you had to fast for like 12 hours or whatever. And your insurance pays that without a doctor script. No, I didn't. No, I just so paid on my own. Pocket. It was because it was like a hundred dollars, $150. Oh, okay. It's something very right. minimal. It's worth your time just to pay for it and go. Yeah. It was worth my time. But when I was on there, I was like, oh, let me see what else I got. All right. They got also, you can go there, get your just your testosterone check. Yeah, sure. The PSA check. If yep. you just want cholesterol. They have a lot of cool things. They have different things for women, different things for men. I would like the cholesterol check twice a year just yeah. to see where I'm at. Why not? Have an idea. Not a, To me, it's, it's smart. It's preventative. And then listen yeah. to the Giants games. Uh, I hear Bob Papa doing commercials for Quest Diagnostics does the same thing. Yep. Yep. And they have... A different test sometimes that they don't that all have the same test. Have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a uh, interesting. Maybe I'll check that out to today things. as yeah. I'm heading to the Princeton Longevity Center. Oh, work. oh, yeah. You're gonna get your scans. I'm going today. Yes, Look at I us, am. Jerry. This is a medical podcast. Let's file this under medical podcast. Yeah, I know. Or old man podcast. Old man medical podcast. <laughs> That's what you could file it under. <laughs> you have to let me know how it goes at Princeton Longevity. I will. I think it's a. They said it's a quick 15 minutes. You're going in, getting your full body scanned. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I'm certainly looking forward to yeah. it, and I'm I'm hoping to get good results. I mean, that is the idea. So we shall. If see. you get all good results, will you send me your skeleton? The pictures of your skeleton. I'll take a picture of it. Yeah, I'll send it to you. you. Yeah. You'll send it to why me. Not? Screen grab it. Yeah. Why not? I like to see what type of bones you got. I don't see any reason why I wouldn't do that. Yeah. yeah. It falls sure. good, right? What the hell? I'm not asking for pictures of your colon like you get when you do your colon. That'd be a little weird. I don't know. I'm not interested in that, but I'm interested to yes, see Yes, I will bones. send that to you. I will send that to you. Then, now you have cats. Do you ever have to take your cats to the vet? I took them yesterday. You did? The, yes, they were six months overdue for their yearly checkup. I took them yesterday. Interesting. Here's what I want to know. I got to take my dog today. She's, okay. She somehow sprained her neck or something. Oh, geez. So I don't know what to do about it. So I'm bringing her a vet. Okay. My vet is still pretending like COVID is running rampant. How so? I can't go in the room with the dog. Why? Yeah. They, they changed these protocols when COVID hit. Yeah. That you can't go back into the room with your pet. So they come get your dog? They come get my dog and then they bring my dog back. Wow, I so, don't care for that. I don't either. I did a Twitter poll yesterday asking, I go, I wrote, if you take your dog or cat to the vet, do you go in the exam room? Yes. yes 80% said yes. 20% or, and the people wrote back to me, goes, no, there's still, some people told me there's still, you have to wait in the parking lot. You're kidding me. No. That's what my place was doing for a long time. Now you could go in, but you can't go in the exam room. See, our place would call you, you would call them when you got there. And they would call you when to come in. And even then, we went in with a mask on and went with our cats right. into the room. I want to go in the room. Yeah, I don't I don't like that. Seems you don't really know what the sneaky. hell they're doing then. Right. I mean, I'm not sure they're doing anything wrong, but no, I, yeah, no, no. I 100%. I've never, aside from surgery, when you all right, hey, see you in a few hours. Right. Um, I've never gone for an examination for them and just let them be. I, you go with them. That's right. strange, dude. Very Some, strange. This dog trainer guy that I follow on Instagram. Okay. He said he had to take his dog in for surgery. It was like a, on a, on the foot. It wasn't like a major, yeah. major surgery. But he said he asked, may I be in the room? And they go, uh, no one's ever asked, but sure, if you want to. So he stayed in the room while the dog had surgery. How about that? Really? My place won't even on. let me go in there to, when the dog's getting weighed. Yeah, really? Yeah, that's that's bizarre. Yeah, I don't like that. I've, no, that's surprising to me. We're a couple of years out now. It should, it should be good. I'm going to demand the change when I get there today. Go for it. Let me know how that goes. 
and then give them the number of the the eye doctor because they can compare notes on you. What eye doctor was this? The oh. one that you yell at the the assistant when I tried to uh, you had to apologize to when I tried to get put contacts in Correct. my eyes and I didn't feel like the training was up to par. Right or trained at all. Then I went back. Then I just turns out I just really suck at trying to put <laughs> contacts in my eyes. Pretty much, yeah. So and glasses it is. <laughs> then glasses it is, Jerry. Glasses it is. Uh, you mentioned the Pam Anderson documentary. You've completed it. Yeah, I went and I watched. She was a guest on Howard Stern promoting this documentary. So I went and I watched some clips that were on YouTube. Okay, this is recently. Recently, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really interesting. So she said that while she was writing her book, she gained. 25 pounds really and then after she finished the book it all fell off like a weight off of her shoulder so stress stress i believe it i gotta tell you if it's possible to fall in love with a celebrity you don't know it's it's older pam anderson yeah she's she's so likable oh my gosh humble sad cute funny right Uh, she really is like you there's a is a strange feeling watching. It's like that's her. Now you mentioned this now twice. You said it during the show in here. Sad. Yeah. I didn't get. There's that. a sadness to her. How so? Um, when she talked about the video, when she talked about I to me when um, when she talks about falling in and out of love, like she kind of I thought there was a nervous laugh to her. Yeah. You know, like you know, some people like to fall in love. I like to fall out of love. Multiple times. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, when I look at her face, there are, like, I saw the one thing with her and, oh, God, what's her name? With Drew Barrymore. I don't know if you saw that video. No. Drew Barrymore had her on, and after the interview, I guess, was over, the cameras were still rolling, and they were just talking, and um, they were both discussing how they're just happier single. Like, they, like, even Pam Anderson said, you know, the happiest years of my life have actually been the last few alone. Because there's no stresses, there's no, you're not, aside from your kids, you're not worried about the other partner and, you know, and when she said that, she just, she's got a tear in her eye. She's, yeah. I don't know, there's a sadness to her. You know, to, when she's talking about how her career came to a screeching halt, people were looking at her as a joke, and then they're showing, you know, Jay Leno just mocking her mercifully. I don't know. That, I, that's, I came across, she's very proud of who she is. Yeah. And very sad of what's taken place. I yeah, know. I saw there's three clips on YouTube from the latest interview with Howard Stern, and it is interesting. Like she, yeah, I don't know that I would call it sadness, but when you say it like that, it, uh, I could see what you mean. She did mention about being by herself, mm-hmm. and she did mention about how, like she said, this past year she's been by herself. She's been very reflective and doing the book. And yeah. I love anybody that's like looking back at their life. Like sure. I love that as a guest, like a. If someone's doing that on a podcast, I'm all in. Yeah, yeah. Um, Especially someone with such a crazy past. But she also made it seem like she doesn't know what a real, like what a long time loving relationship is. She doesn't, other than her children. Yeah, that she doesn't even like even that she gets restless after a yeah. very short time. Yes. She's had enough. She's had enough. She right. married one guy twice. Yeah. It didn't work once. Let's try it again. Oh, she married one guy twice? Yes. Oh, wow. I didn't even catch that. That's yeah, how crazy she her She married is. the one. Before she married Kid Rock, she married a guy. And it lasted like 30 days. Yeah. 
She marries Kid Rock. That didn't last long. She goes and marries this other guy again. Didn't work again. Like, it's enough. And then she marries the contractor, and that didn't work. Right. Like, my Lord. Yeah, in the Howard interview, he asked her, he said, oh, in the in the documentary, your mom says, why don't you go put a dress on? You never show off your body anymore. And that's when she told Howard, she said, well, I'd gained 25 pounds. I wasn't. Yeah. But now it, it all got back to what her normal weight was for it's her. It's funny, the the, uh, the the image of the footage of the roast that they had of her, and she's in that black see-through top. Yeah. I mean, good Lord. Like... Yeah, she's a very much like a it's a a dynamic personality in that you see her in the documentary and in these interviews now and she seems like a very vulnerable yes person and then can also flip the switch and be this like superhero looking vixen yes barbed wire uh, sex pot Jerry yeah She's then a I, sex symbol. Then I got stuck in a, a YouTube loop of that Pam Anderson. I was yeah. putting on old Howard Stearns. Then I put on her first. Sh- she did Dancing with the Stars. Did she really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, my goodness, Jerry. She's doing the cha-cha with some guy. She's a beautiful Holy woman. mackerel. How long ago was that? Dancing I don't know. It didn't seem all that long ago. I don't even know how far she went. Yeah. But the the first dance she did with this, this dancer dude it was the cha-cha. She, Jerry, she was wearing like a mini dress. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, super high heels. She was moving very sexually. I'm sure she was. <laughs> the first, did you watch the first interview with Stern with her? Is that what you were watching too or no? No. I'm just curious how brutal he was to her. Yeah, no, he see, he was always very nice to her. No, no, I know, but I know he also had her on and all they talked about was the video. Yeah. Which clearly bothers her. Not that interview. I'm saying that whole video thing still bothers yeah. her today. And I wonder how he must have been relentless with it. Yeah. That's all I mean. And she played the part and laughed and giggled. Yes. I'm just curious. She goes along with if it. If it was 40 minutes of. So, you know, when you're doing that to him, I'm just curious how. Yeah. I don't remember that. But, yeah, she probably would have just gone along with it. Right. And laughed it off. But yeah. the other thing that we saw in the documentary and that came up on the Stinner interview is it's weird because she's still in love with Tommy Lee. I, yeah. Isn't that something? It's weird. Like, that was the guy for her. Yeah. And the, she's still talking about, oh, but I, his wife is very nice, and that's the, a great fit for him. Da, 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 da. Like, And they just met, and they get married. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm sorry. I don't care what you say. Whether you like marriage, you don't like marriage, you don't get married after you meet someone for the first day. Oh, she did, Jerry. There's no way. Got and two the, kids out of it. I know. I know. I know. Still nuts. Yeah. But it was good, though. It was very well done. Yeah, it's a nice documentary. Very well done. Yep. But you're right. Like, I told you I was going to watch it on the airplane. Yeah. You're like, hmm. It's too many shots. It's nothing that graphic. No, it's just nude boobs. But there's just too much nudity. Yeah. A lot of boobs, Jerry. Yeah. Now, you could have watched it in first class in that window seat. I could have, yeah. That would have been fine. I could not have watched it. In the regular economy, no, no in chance. the middle seat, like I was, It'd be wide open. People, can't, yeah, you never know when the kids walking by. Yeah. In first class, there was no one, no kid there. You would have yeah. been fine, but I wouldn't have done that in coach. Uh, early in the warm up program, which you'll hear after this, I did that with CeeLo. but I wanted to I get, did hear a lot of. I it. wanted to get your take on this. What is your take on the whole uh, suing an employer for age discrimination? Oh, Phil Regan, I never got to that. I had that on my list today. I never it got seems to like that. an impossible thing to prove. Like if you're a yeah. business and you want to move on from an employee yeah. and they're older than, I really do believe the age is 40 is when it kicks in. You could really? be sued for age discrimination. Wow. 
But Hello. are we expected to have Phil Reagan, uh, Regan, an 82-year-old pitching coach? Like, why can't age be a factor for letting him go? I, I would think it that. would be because the game's changing, and maybe he's right. not changing with the technology. But how do you word it so that you don't no, get no. sued? I, that his, not his work um, performance is not up to par. The only way it's the only way you can do it. I don't know. And then how do you prove otherwise, right? How did well? How did, the Michael Irvin thing? Like, yes, it it really is one person's opinion against, or I shouldn't say opinion, one person's take on what happened against another person's take. Right. One one may or may or may not have said something we don't know. The other person may or may not have heard something that they may or may not have said. Yeah, there's video of them talking for thirty yeah. seconds, but unless you're telling me they're mic'd up. How do you go forward with something like that? I don't that? know. And in the case of Regan, he was an interim pitching coach, which to me means you better be exceptional to retain that job. You're here because we fired a guy. We need someone to help us out. Like like Jeff Saturday with the Colts. Right. He didn't get fired because he was, you know, 45 years. He got fired because they didn't perform great. I mean, I don't think when Phil Regan took over, I'd have to go look. I don't think the numbers for the rotation and the and the pitching staff in general got better. I really don't. So now if you tell me that he took over and from the time he took over, the overall staff ERA combined went from 3.9 to 3.1 and then you fired him, you got a case. Because he can come in and say, I lowered the ERA for this staff because of what I brought to this thing in my relationships down almost a full run and you let me go. If it's the same, you didn't do anything. So I don't know. Yeah. It's know. weird. Like why that can't be. And then there's, a, it, it, they put it in there. They put make that as a thing, age discrimination. You can't discriminate based on age, sex, race, sure. religion, all these things. But you could just find another way around it. Always. Right? Always. So of course. I always think about this. When, when after Opie and Anthony imploded and talk radio as I knew it ended, yep. which was... FM talk, guy talk, all yeah. whatever you want to call it. Right now, it's essentially political talk or sports talk. Yep. There's a handful of stations. Mm-hmm. There's a station in Tampa that does guy talk still, yep. but very few and far between. Uh, and in that time, when I was looking for a job, Sirius XM had a producer job for OutQ, I think it was called. Yeah, it was sure. the gay talk station. Yeah, I think that's still that station's still there. Yeah, yeah. Gay talk station. So I applied for a job there. I never even got a call for an interview. Clearly, I was um, I was qualified. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't I sue them for not hiring a heterosexual male? Correct. I guess you could have, or could they? F- or, but also, if they are doing a channel and talk shows for gay people, why wouldn't they want to have? gay people on the show. You know oh, what I mean? No. Like it's like to me it's like having a sports show and having a producer that doesn't like sports. Who would do that, Jerry? <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that. It's, it's just weird. It's, There's, I don't it, know. It's a nuanced thing, right? Yeah, so it is. so and I know like they can get away with it if for acting. Mm-hmm. Like performance things, right? Which is why which is, I think, how they get away with, you know, when a when a woman gets to a certain age on TV, they replace her with a younger woman. And you don't see it with men. Like, for the most part, the guys just keep getting older and older and older. Yeah. 
What do they say? They they call older men distinguished. Distinguished, Jerry. And women, and sadly, women of that age past their prime. It's right, like that fair. guy Don Lemon got in trouble on CNN. Yeah, not fair. I get it. Yeah, it's just weird. Like I wonder how they how HR departments nuance that. I don't know. You'd have to talk to someone in our HR department. Yeah. I don't even. Want, I'm not interested. I don't want to know. It's another reason why I want my own business. I don't want to have to think about these things. Quick question, Jerry. Where is our HR department? I don't know. Somewhere where where Anthony Gallo is. Find him. You might find the HR department today. Yeah, legitimately. If I said to you, uh, meet know. me at HR, you would have no idea where to go. I nor would I. I don't know if they're in the building. I don't either. I feel like that's become a home position. Yeah, I don't know. And they may have a huge section somewhere that I'm unaware of. They might. I would go back and uh, ask Stephen Grasso. He seems to know all that stuff. I'd ask Spike. Or Spike. He's I'm just saying, I feel like boss. that was always back there. Yeah. Could be wrong. Yeah, we don't know where like. that is anymore. Yeah, I don't. I have no clue. Hmm. So who knows? All right. All right, Jerry, listen, I got to go get a PSA blood test. And I'm going to Princeton Longevity Center. And you're going to Princeton. We're going to report back here on our health tomorrow, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Old man radio. Ooh. I hope G's back tomorrow. You know, I'm not interested in doing another four No, hours. I didn't say that. Oh. I'm saying I hope he's back. I hope oh, he's yes. feeling better. Yeah, me too, Jerry. I'll I hope gladly he's do it again tomorrow. terrific. Yeah, no, whatever. I'm here to help whatever needs to be done. Right. Me too, Jerry. Yeah. I just want to help people. I hear you. I am a people pleaser. I like... To I don't think of myself. You hate people. I think only of others. No, you don't. You think only about yourself. I put and your parents. Other people ahead of my needs. That's not true. I would rather You're a selfish prick. I would rather, Jerry, <laughs> go without than someone else go without. Not true. You want more for yourself. <laughs> you want the king's ransom. <laughs> I would rather, Jerry, I would rather suffer than see suffering in others. Not true. You want to stay healthy. Ooh, today's Ash Wednesday. Yes. I can't believe I didn't see one pe- person roaming around here with ashes on their head. There's no one here. Oh, right. There's, right, and I work with Eddie. And who's got ashes Noted before atheist. 4 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> I saw on uh, News 12 Yeah, uh, on their Twitter feed, they were doing drive-through ashes at the Westfield train station. That seems very religious. That's right. Come on. You get a free train pass with right. that, too? Right. Come God. on. All right. Come on, Jerry. Have a good day. Uh, everyone always used to enjoy Tony Reale on uh, Tony Reale. Because he would go on with the ashes on his forehead? But an absurd amount of ashes. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Like, I know bar- it always used to be a big thing on Barstool. They would always say like, how big Tony Reale's ashes are. Oh, that's funny. They'd be gigantic. I don't, I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah, Jerry. All Something right. to look forward to. Something to look at. So, eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. The boss, George Steinbrenner, who passed away earlier today at the age of 80. And uh, as a Met fan, I was always envious of the Yankees because of Steinbrenner, who I have nothing but tremendous respect for. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Oh, good morning. Jerry's not here again? Is he out again? Oh, but he is, Al. He is here. Oh, he is. Yeah. He's filling in for neurovirus Geo. <laughs> Immediately, I go to Bizarro World Geo. Uh, yes, he's Bizarro neuro-viral. World Geo. He's neuro- Geo. neurovirus Geo. Geo's not in today. Jerry will fill in for Geo. He will be with Boomer. I have CeeLo with me. Welcome, CeeLo. Let me first say a very nice thank you. You uh, made me feel very good as I listened back to the warm-up program yeah. yesterday. And you you probably don't even remember. You referred to me as a kid, which is great. How so? Because you, you say uh, you... Uh, it was the Bruce concert, and Jerry was like, I thought you told CeeLo you are going to go see him in North Carolina. Yeah, I filled that kid's head oh. with love. <laughs> I'm like, yes! 37, <laughs> and Al still views me as a kid. That's what I'm talking about. I filled about. that kid's head with Lies all the time. Yeah, little lies. Right, right, Speaking of which, hey, Ticketmaster, bite me. (laughs) Actually bite me. (laughs) Again. Now, when the Bruce Springsteen first went around, this happened with Taylor Swift tickets, too, where it was like, you must be a verified fan. Whatever that means. But okay, I'll fill out your (laughs) stupid paperwork (laughs) to then give me the right or not the right to pay outrageous amounts of money for your tickets. right. And the first go-round, sorry. You don't have the right to even attempt to buy tickets. You don't have the you don't have the right. Right. But luckily a lovely listener of mine had extra tickets and sold them to me at face value. Wow. Which was very nice. That is uh, wow. I mean yeah. so think now, about how much money that individual could have gotten absolutely. above the face value. But he gets to sit with a celebrity at now the he's Bruce just concert. he's a listener of yours. He doesn't listen to anyone else. Just here. me. Just in you. fact, uh, even when Jerry talks, he says he lowers the radio. <laughs> he just, just wants to hear from me. Got it. Um so so now Bruce has added more dates, uh, in particular stadiums, stadiums doing like yep. Wrigley Met Field. Life, yeah, two shows at MetLife. Sure, you know how many people that is? Um, is that I would eighty thousand times yeah, two, something like that. Yeah, because the, sta- the stadium itself holds like low seventies. Then you mix in obviously uh, down on the floor slash yep. field. Yeah, yeah, somewhere around there, eighty thousand. So you have one hundred sixty thousand tickets to sell. I get uh, an email from uh, Ticketmaster. You're on the wait list. <laughs> 
Nah, yeah. not interested in taking your money. <laughs> Shove it up your butts, Ticketmaster, you losers. Uh, I hate them. Good thing you had the hookup. I want to wait in line like I did in the 1980s. I want to go to a local record store that has a Ticketmaster machine, and I want to wait in line overnight with my fellow Bruce Springsteen fans. Yeah, you need yourself a flying DeLorean is what you need. That's what I need. Um, So these these tickets you got, this is for one of the stadium shows or is this for your... The f- no, the, 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 the listener got me tickets for the garden. The garden, okay. Which I'm very excited about. Okay, now you're going to try and effort... The outdoor as well. I will get tickets, but I just don't like the way that they're Understood. treating me. Got it. Ticketmaster, yeah. you jerks. Interesting to me you're so gung-ho about the tour, yet you've already announced, as I heard on yesterday's program as well, that you've there's a bunch of songs you want nothing to do with that are Correct. on the set list. Uh-huh. Huh. Those would be my bathroom breaks. Yeah, that is that is a wise... I was very impressed with yeah. the way you figured all that out. Yes. The logistics of it. Yeah, I've got it all figured well out. Not only that, there's certain songs, uh, and all bands do this, unfortunately... Especially, it's really weird. I understand if you're a band with one record out, two records out, you you got to fill two hours. Yeah, they drag them out. Bruce Springsteen has like 400 songs minimal. Yeah. We don't need a 12-minute version of Glory Days. Understood. Give me three or four minutes sure, in. Sure, move on. Get on to the next yep. one. Let's go move it along, you old man. There are certain ones I like, Not maybe not so much at the show, but when they put out the live album. Like, I have Bruce's live album from... I think it was a garden show. I'm going back probably 15 Live years in New York so. City. Yeah, exactly. And like 10th Avenue Freeze Out goes on. I love it on the album where I can pick and choose <laughs> yeah. if I want to start it, stop it, when I want to listen to it. But when you're there and you're yeah. like, you're feeling like with each passing minute, oh, that's another song I, I'm not going to hear. Right. Yeah. Right. As soon as I hear dun, 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 dun <laughs> I'm like, time to go to the yeah, bathroom. Right, yeah. yeah, I can take a little 20 minute power nap yep. here. Yeah. <laughs> Because the set lists have been, as this happens with a lot of bands, pretty similar every night with a switch out a here and there. One, yeah, exactly. Switcher, switcheroos. So, yeah. But they're standards because he's, you know, he's an artist, CeeLo, and he's got a message to tell you on this tour. So mm. there's certain songs that have to be in the set list. <laughs> it's amazing. Right? Every time you talk, it sounds like negative and critical. You, yeah. you love the guy. And I do. You're going to go see him probably twice. Hopefully. <laughs> that's true. No, I am sometimes uh, negative. Absolutely. Sometimes. sometimes yeah. But that's part of the love. And it really made me finally understand because, uh, you know, I unfortunately have to screen the terrible phone calls that come in here to WFN. And when people call in and yell about Boomer and Geo and they did it with Boomer and Carton, and in my head I was just like, well, then why are you listening? Right. But I understand because... You do the same thing. I do the same thing with the people I love, Bruce Springsteen, Howard Stern. And I figured out what it is. We know you're capable of so much more. Step your game up. That's how I always... Indirect shot at your (laughs) (laughs) co-hosts. I'm just saying. Agreeing with those awful calls you have to screen. I'm just saying, like, if you love... Like, in order instead of just going, well, why do they listen? I I don't like... I used to say all the time, I don't like Rush Limbaugh. I don't listen to him. I don't call to yell at him. I just don't listen. But it's when you love something and you know it could be so much better, that's when you get angry. So what the Howard Stern people now... That loved Howard Stern in the 80s, 90s, 2000s. are like, they want that version. I want that Howard Stern. I don't want him talking to Katy Perry for two hours. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes, though, I think also it's like a love-hate thing or you hate it so much you can't help but want to listen because it, like... Not hate it where you think it's boring. Like, what am I wasting my time on? It's just like, it's like the car, the car wreck, the car Mm -hmm. you can't look away. You know, it, it, there's a lure. 
Right, but you have to have some interest in it. Like, uh, like if I, like I always yeah. give the Rush Limbaugh. I had no, I never had any interest in Rush Limbaugh. Right, same. But I would never decide to call WABC and go, "This Rush Limbaugh sucks." <laughs> I wouldn't have even had it on to know it sucks. Exactly. Right. Now let's get to another person I don't care for, Jacob Degrom, <laughs> and I'm so happy to have his ass out of here. Out of here, you you hurt already, you dope. Anyway. This was on Twitter. I saw this this morning uh, while I was perusing the internet. You are some kind of fired up this morning. I, <laughs> well, I got that email Bite from... Me, loser, get his ass out of here. I got that email from Ticketmaster, those mm-hmm. jerks. Um, uh, Jacob DeGrom. So the, the Rangers did a fun thing, uh, the Texas Rangers, where they held... Uh, they acted like it was the first day of school. So each player had to hold up a sign. These are my friends, my favorite food. Sure. I'm 12 years old today. My right-handed pitcher. On there was childhood hero, and he wrote none. <laughs> he had no childhood heroes. That's very, I'll tell you what, that's very on brand for his personality. How so? Because he, I mean, listen, we've heard the, I would say the rumblings about why he probably wanted out of here. Some, I forget who it was. Hmm. I want to say, might it? Was it Buck, maybe? No, I don't know. Somebody somebody was making the point of, like, he's a guy from the middle of nowhere in Florida. He just wants to pitch and be left alone. Like, the, the, he never oozed a lot of character or personality when he was see here. Where he's from. He's a great pitcher. He's from central Florida, I think. Is it, this guy did not, did you not have wrestling on your television set growing up? Probably not. Pick a wrestler. He probably didn't. So he I mean, was some in guys, Florida, Georgia Championship Wrestling. I'm just Florida saying, wrestling. yeah, but he's like he's not he's not from Miami or Deland. South Beach or yeah. Where so the hell looked, is Deland? Yeah, exactly. Look that up. Stupid town too. No, he's like in the in the boonies, I think, in Florida. In the boonies. Boy, that is. So uh, he just wants to. He just wants to be left alone. That is in the boondocks. You're right. Right. Yeah, but come on, we have cable television. Wrestling. Pick a wrestler. Uh, pick again, a, maybe he's just be trying. It, he didn't want to engage in the in the exercise. I'm not surprised. I would have said to him, if I was a Rangers PR, I'd be like, dude, pick a yeah, wrestler right. you loved. Pick somebody, a let rock us and pick roller. somebody for you and put it down. Pick a rap artist you loved. Pick an actor. Let's put some names in a hat. We'll draw it. <laughs> Something. <laughs> Can I put down my childhood hero on your <laughs> Right. Yeah, exactly. We'll pick thing. for you. Yeah. If, you don't, if you're not interested, we'll nominate someone, mm-hmm. and you can adopt them on your list. Yes. <sighs> really bugs me. Clearly. What other items do I have here oh, for boy. you? I like this one. <laughs> Uh, ESPN's Diane uh, Diana Rossini. You got it. We like her. Sure, she likes a WFN. She's a, she's a local gal. She is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she's. Uh, well, I don't know if she's allowed to say she listens now. Although she always worked at ESPN. Yeah, she listens to WFNs. I think we've moved on from all of that a little bit. We have. I find. Yeah, the, that all has been loosened, and the, I think so. When maybe Chernoff not so left? much. Yeah, but maybe not so much as far as their people coming on our shows as guests. Right. I don't know about that. But like, it's, we can acknowledge their existence. It used to be like you can't, couldn't even say those four letters right. on the air. I don't, I don't think we're doing that anymore. We even play their clips sometimes. Right, now. exactly. Yeah, Mark would have come running down yeah, the hall no, like, no, you can't do that. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> yes, we play them now. Uh, yeah, it's funny. Like we acknowledge that Sirius XM is a thing. We acknowledge. Well, that MLB was that's radio. less. That's less. It's a different. It's a different medium. I know. We never respected. Satellite radio as it's as the different. radio it's, giant radio broadcasters because it's not a competitor, you know. But it is. Everything's it, a competitor. Yes and no. As far as the ratings go, though, I know. But this is my problem with radio. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, <laughs> I got a lot of problems this yeah. morning. I got a lot of problems with you people. You're going to hear about them. The problem with some of us in radio, not me. <laughs> some of us, we consider we're competing against radio. 
You can't look at it. Like, when they tell me you guys are number one, that means nothing to me. Competing against all media. I can't even tell you who we're competing against. That's right. how bad the other things on the radio are. Yeah, I know so what you're know. If you're not listening, you know, you could be watching uh, something on TV instead right. of listening to Boomer right. and Geo. Yeah. So, so acting like these other things don't exist or they're not our competitors is silly. Anything that comes out of your speaker in a car is a competitor. Or at home on your... Right. Smart device. If you call your mom on the way home, I'm now competing with your mother. She's a competition. (laughs) She's a competition for me. Eddie's reading, listening to books. Yeah. The Springsteen live album. I got Springsteen records going. (laughs) I'm hearing about space aliens on Joe Rogan. I mean, there's a lot of things out there. That's your competition on the radio. Yeah, I hear you. Right? I understand. Where were we? Oh, that Uh, we're allowed to say Diana Rossini works at ESPN. So your Diana Rossini item. I love that you call them items. I got a lum- number of items, items here. Items, yeah. uh, she said that the, this is so hilarious, that the Jets told Derek Carr, we believe if you come to New York and win, you could be a first ballot Hall of Famer. So ridiculous. You're not, he's not going He's not going to be a first ballot no, Hall of Famer. he's not. And by the way, this is getting ESPN's Jeff Darlington the day before had the report about the meeting where he said it went well, he and Salah hit it off, and that day the Jets came away feeling he could help them win a championship. Now it's like, oh, yeah, I'll do you one better. <laughs> Forget the championship. We'll make you a first ballot Hall of Famer. Like, what's next? He's going to be God, you yeah. know, an, an immortal if he comes to New York? Did you think, that, if I was Derek Carter, I'd be like, no, I'm not. <laughs> Don't try this. Listen. Right, yeah. Don't blow smoke up yeah. my, you know what? <laughs> Go on. Let's be real here. Stop it. Let's be honest. Yeah. I'm not going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. <laughs> no. Well, good try. No. Now you're sounding desperate. Forget first ballot. I mean, probably just not going to be a Hall of Famer, period. No offense. I wouldn't Derek. think so. Sorry. I would say Seems he'd have like to come a... here and win multiple championships yes. to make that happen. Correct. Yeah. He'd need to come here and do an Eli Manning. Two championships. Yes, I would agree. And two MVPs with it. Probably, yeah. Eli won two MVPs. He right? did. Super Bowl MVPs. Correct. But that guy's got to be two. walking around sometimes being like... Both against the Belichick's Pats. I think about that with Tom Brady a lot. When they, when they like, there's a lot of callers here like, what did Aaron Rodgers ever win? You want him here? He won one Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Did he win a Super Bowl or he just won one. two Super Bowl? Okay. Went to one and won it. But Tom Brady's got a lot of bad losses in his career. Sure does, and could have had more. A lot. The Falcon game in the Super Bowl, the epic comeback. Obviously, he played a big role in that. Absolutely, I would count that. Loss. And then they had that that little bit of a fugazi Super Bowl win over Sean McVay's Rams, where there was like no points scored. Right. But he's lost uh, playoff games to the New York Jets. Uh oh yeah. I think one. All right. Not multiple. Whatevs. Yeah. He's lost games, yes. big games, but in he big was spots. in them a lot. So right. that's the, but he on lost the positive side. Yeah, well, just saying. The, that's why I know Francesco always makes the point as far as a Super Bowl quarterback goes. Joe Montana is still the guy in him in his eye. Yeah, because he didn't lead ever lost. Oh. yeah. Neither did Bradshaw. How many for Bradshaw? Four. But was that that was more? Uh, you'll. I, this is not me. I'm not trying to speak out of school. I didn't see it. Obviously, they were more known as a defensive team, though. Yeah, Steel Curtain. And we weren't winging the ball over I'm the just, place I'm in the 70s. Asking. Yeah, the last two, they was more of yeah, a throwing offense. Okay. Obviously, I mean, Montana was the 49ers. Which Jerry, well, which Jerry for Bradshaw was uh, 9, 10, 13, 14. Super oh, Bowls. he's giving the Super Bowl numbers. Okay. I was like, what? what they didn't throw the ball a lot, though, back then. Even though they had Lynn yeah. Swan and John Stallworth. They were, they were not like the, the teams. Offense, yeah, yeah, the offense right. was so boring. Well, it hadn't been then. innovated yet. That's why you had to like allow them to kick the ass of the quarterbacks when they got to them. It was something to watch. By the way, before I forget, just because yeah. you brought up Eli again, 
I was so devastated I wasn't here yesterday as you guys were trying to figure out Chumbawamba and Tub Thumping oh, yeah, right tub up thumping. my alley. That's a that is a family favorite. You won't remember this because you were a little inebriated at my wedding. But false. such such a family not false. That's fine. That's what people do at weddings. It's not a knock. I'm not trying to out you here. Come on, bro. It's like ten years. It's going to yes. be ten years in July. Many, You're fine. Statute of limitations is you know we're done with that. Such a family favorite, family friends thing. We had that. Remember, I had a band, not a DJ. We had the band learn the song to play it at the Chumba wedding, Wamba. so we could do it. They played tub thumping at my wedding. You know who else uh, caught me in the hallway? Uh, one of my favorite overnight <laughs> filling fellas, Pat Boyle. Yeah, he goes. I got to tell you, that tub thumping brought back a lot of memories because it was huge in my life. Wow, and that's interesting because Pat. I don't know his age, but I know he's younger than me, probably pretty significantly. Yeah, no, he was like. All so now, when you were thumping. quizzing Jerry about what year it came out, I was like yelling. I'm like 97. <laughs> I remember. So I was 11. So what was Pat Boyle listening to that when he was like three, oh, yeah. four in the womb? He was enjoying Jeez. it. Jeez. Oh yeah, that was a classic. In the womb. Tub thumping, shovel wamba, ace of bass, and the it had a couple hits there. Those European bands, late 90s. Oh yeah, Swedish. Groups, I believe they band were groups. Like the super Swedish group. Yeah. ABBA. Let's take a break, CeeLo. When we come back, I have other notes. I've got some baseball things uh, that uh, you were fired up about and we're going to get to. We're going to argue that. Mm -hmm. I've got uh, Uh, a mm -hmm. tragedy involving an alligator. I've got uh, Utah (laughs) firing back at those two large blowhards, blowhard former NBA players who took a shot at Utah. Mm. And I've got a couple other things here, CeeLo. But on the uh, top of the hour... Jerry Recco will be with Boomer. How about that? As Norovirus Geo takes a, a rest day. A little siesta. Or a little siesta. Uh, we'll be back, though, very shortly to uh, Chumbawamba and <laughs> your face off. Come on, CeeLo. We'll be singing. I get no down, but I get over my song for Ticketmaster today. Oh, really? I'm not allowed to purchase Bruce tickets? I'll get knocked down and I'll get up again and the loosener will help me out, I hope, again. I will buy you beers. If you're a listener or fan of the show and you want to go see Bruce Springsteen with me and Gina at uh, MetLife Stadium, get a couple extra tickets, sell them to me at uh, face value, and I'll buy you beers. Why don't you reach out to the former governor? I don't think Bruce Springsteen cares for him either. Former governor is uh, wrapped up down in Port St. Lucie. I with did Steve see Cohen that. right now. Yeah, Governor Christie. Yeah, that was one of my most New Jersey of all New Jersey moments in my life. I went to see Bruce Springsteen with then Governor Chris Christie in the governor's box. Yeah. at MetLife. You can't Center. do much you more than that. You cannot get more New Only Jersey if, like, than Bon Jovi that. joined you in said box. That would have been cool. That's it. That would have been awesome. What do we think? Do we know much about the dynamic between Bon Jovi and Bruce? Is there a friendship? Friendship. There? Yeah. yeah. They like each other. Okay. Nice. Like a few YouTube. There's a couple of times that they're on stage together at Stone Pony. Very and nice. if you remember, I was supposed to go, but I was in the hospital. Oh. What were geez. you in the hospital Where to bring for? bring us down, Eddie? Sorry. Uh, remember that was, a, there was a, a three days. Remember I always used to say, if I ain't here, I'm either one of two places, the ER or the morgue. <laughs> yeah. I, I was in the ER. I don't remember that. Yeah. Three I would days. say three places, either the ER, the morgue, or in the mountains somewhere. Well, yes, but that was a scheduled vacation. Yeah, that's fair. Right. 
Uh, here in the uh, studio, the palatial WFAN CBS Sports Radio studios, there's uh, we have monitors on, and we have different uh, sports channels on here, and there's a replay of the Michael K show on. Yes. That dude is on his phone the entire show. With the glasses. Like, you and I wear glasses, but he's got the, the, like, the reading glasses, so right. they're down like, on the, you know, the bottom of his what nose. What is he doing on his phone the I whole don't know, show? Man. You know there's a camera in there, right? I don't know. Work at his sources. <laughs> well, that would be the, that's what he'll say. Sources for what, though? Yeah, Nothing's going on. Couldn't tell you. Not sure. It's like a but it is very, teenager. It is very uh, glaring when you're watching the simulcast. Very glaring. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, there was a very little Yankee news, but it did sort of uh, rile you up a little bit. Well, it seemed because it's, I think it's being taken out of context a little bit, which All I right. understand we need to do that on February 22nd with the NBA on the All-Star break and spring training just getting off the ground and it fell over. We got to we gotta search for storylines and things to yell about. Well, what's there to yell about? The, what I have written down on my show sheet, and this comes from reading an article, uh, you know, sucking it in, taking in the article. Did you read in, the whole article? I did. Okay. I ingested the article. Good. Then I spit out Consumed a line. Consumed it. And my line was, judge could move to left, Stanton to right field. Yeah, I would say that's a um, a, gener- a generalization and a simplification of what was actually said. All right. And you know me. I'm no... I don't. I don't mind poking fun at Aaron Boone and his awkward pauses and sounds and stuff in press conferences and some of the ridiculous things that he will say from time to time, like going out of his way to talk up Josh Donaldson yesterday, which I'll you know yell and scream about at some point today probably. But in this case, the whole outfield thing it began as like, well, hey, is Stanton going to get back out there and play defense this year? Because that was something he started to do again last year before he got hurt, and it kind of changed the d- dynamic of their lineup when he was able to play the field. So I understood the line of questioning, and then it sort of, I think the simple takeaway is like, this is going to be some sort of permanent everyday move. How could you move Aaron Judge? He's a great right fielder. Hey, he even played center field last year. And what he said was they'll consider perhaps doing it from time to time, specifically at Yankee Stadium where left field is much larger than right field. There's more ground to cover. So like if you notice when Stanton plays has played the outfield, especially in recent years with the Yankees, they pick and choose the ballparks in which he does it. Why? Because they're trying they want him to be able to play but not have to move around too much and cover too much ground and then run the risk of injuring himself or wearing it's it's pathetic, but that's the reality of the situation. And that's why Boone said like yesterday, yeah, well, you know, we're thinking about it. I'm not I haven't committed to anything yet, but especially in the home ballpark. You got what he said. Looks like you're going to have to move the uh, judges' chambers to left field then. Some yeah, games marketing fair, right? Or put one out there. Yeah. Put, uh, the other thing though was um, uh, uh, oh Stanton. They caught up with him, I guess. Stanton. Too. Stanton. Yeah. And uh, he says uh, he likes playing the field. He's more engaged in those games. By the way, I don't. <laughs> I, I don't disagree. I I find that his performance. Seemed, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I think his hitting numbers as a regular f- player versus when he DHs are better. I appreciate the honesty in that because you would normally go, no, it doesn't matter. Listen, I'm uh, just as engaged I'm, if I'm in the field. If Because he said, listen, when I'm just batting, DHing, not playing the field, I don't really see the game. Uh, or I see the game on TV. Right, down there he, taking swings. Yes, and, it's completely different dynamic. Yeah. You're not going in and you're not going, okay, I'm going to go back to the field. Now I'm going to hang in the dugout. I'm watching every pitch. He's trying to stay loose and warm underneath in the cages. 
Yeah, there's a monitor, but that's no no different than the rest of us just watching the game on TV. I had no idea that was going on with DHs. Yeah, they I don't just they sit just... there on the bench and wait. Why? That's what <laughs> I thought they'd be doing. Because sitting there, especially these, <laughs> especially this guy who's got an injury history, he's gonna be stiff and not get up there, and he's gonna take a swing and strain an oblique or run in the first. He's gonna pull a hamstring. You gotta you gotta be moving. You gotta keep moving. But what's the difference if you're playing right field and no one's hitting the ball out there? Aren't you just as bored? You're at least jogging out to your position each. Yeah, you're moving around. You're on, you're on your feet. You're throwing in, in between innings to keep the arm loose. You know, you get the blood pumping a little bit. I have always wondered that. Like, if you make a big play in the field to end the inning, like, let's say Stanton comes running and he dives. Oh, what a catch. And yeah. then he's up first. He's still got to be a little, a little rattled. Fatigued. A little rattled a from uh, with the uh, the adrenaline going through his body for the diving catch. That's one of those baseball sayings, you know. Oh, never fails. You make a great play on defense. You lead off the next yeah. inning. Like it happens sometimes, but not every time. Not every time. It's like yeah. the sweep of the double hat. Yeah, you got to come in. Everyone's high fiving you, and you got to quickly put the glove down, get the helmet, the batting gloves, get out there on deck, take your uh, your practice swings, get yep. the pine tar on the bat. You got a lot to do. The the real pain in the neck, the toughest position to play is catcher. Yeah. Right. Number one. You never know whether to take all your gear off. If you're going to be at bat, going to mm-hmm. not be at bat. Yeah. Then this idea that. This idea. That's such a radio <laughs> thing. <Yeah>. This idea. <laughs> this idea that as the catcher, you're squatting down every pitch. Did it? Now I got to back up first base. Get lost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no and chance. They, and you used to take, and you used to have guys coming in, you know, lowering the shoulder on you at home plate too. They I got am not running down the first baseline yeah. on every ground ball. That's right. You got to back it up. Do you think they do that? Jeez. Do they run? Do they run down every play? Every play? I don't know. I, 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 you don't get to see that shot. If you're at the game, you could track. Yeah. That. Um, I think they give a little bit of an effort. I don't know that they're like. They're obviously not keeping up with the runner fully. Right. I think it depends on the ballpark, too, sometimes. Um, if there's a lot of room out there in foul territory. Yeah. I. Oh, that would suck. You're like you're catching the game. You go, oh, we're here in Oakland. Right, they got yeah. 9,000 feet of <laughs> extra space out here. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you're right, man. The catcher's right. You're right. The catcher's really used to be in it. When oh, someone's yeah. coming flying and you're looking to catch the the ball hoping it's a good throw howitzers you're get, coming in from the outfield and yeah you're trying to field it on one hop and yeah. you're about to get drilled <laughs> by like a big luke voigt type guy yeah, exactly come flying in yeah yeah uh i love this move also phil reagan he's the former mets pitching coach yeah he is suing the mets for age discrimination yeah now when i first read this i was like this is totally gonna be my move when the company <laughs> t- t- moves on from me i'm gonna be like Age discrimination. That's such an easy thing. You just be like, age discrimination. I think it depends on what the number is, but yeah. But I, this, this time he's got a, he actually, I believe, has a legitimate case. So he's, uh, he was 82 years old in June of 2019. Yes, I remember when they promoted him to the job and we all kind of poked <laughs> fun at the fact that he was an, an he was elderly old. man. Yeah. So he was 82 year olds, two years old in June of 19 when he was let go. Brody Van Wagenen was the Mets GM at the time. Yeah. And said publicly that Phil Reagan would not return because he was, quote, too old. Yeah, see, I need to go back. I don't remember that being said. I feel that's like awesome. I would have been aware of that. I'm not saying Lawsuit. it didn't happen, but that's – I. if that actually happened and that's what was said, doesn't that just sum up Brody's time as yeah. the GM right there? <laughs> Still like, causing even if problems. that's how you, how you feel, you can't say that into an open microphone. Like, what are you doing? But why can't – that age discrimination is such a weird one. Why can't I say, you're too old – you're bald. <laughs> right. 
Like, am I really, can I really be the producer here at 82 years old? In today's no. world, if you want to and you're good at your job, sure. You guys are just talking about Dick Van Dyke, but turned 98. Right. He's still pumping it out at the gym three times a week. That's true. I tell you what, he was in those um, Night at the Museum movies with Ben Stiller shaking and dancing oh, right? and looking. I mean, those are probably like 15 years old now, but right. as an older man, he still looked good and was moving around. Yeah, he's got he's plenty of good. energy. Yeah. But I got more energy than I do on a day-to-day basis. I've always got that in my back pocket, that uh, age discrimination. Sure. Oh, baby. Play that card. I'll be... I mean, why I don't use that when I go to restaurants or anything. I just be like, this is age discrimination. Because <laughs> I'm north of 50. That counts. I think anything north of 40 counts. No. Yes? North of 40 no, no, I, I counts like, for what? Like, you could bring up in a lawsuit age discrimination. They've set a, a, ba- I think like there's a minimum a, on that? I think that? there's a minimum. A floor? Yeah, I think huh. there's a floor. How about that? I'm going to try to play Little League Baseball this year. <laughs> and if they don't let me in, age discrimination four-year-old and t-ball you want to join yeah i'd love to hit off a tee up against these four-year-olds <laughs> i'd be sure running right out of inside the park home run every at bat <laughs> try to throw me out uh you'd Kids. be perfect in the sunday beer league softball <laughs> where like when they hit when they hit home runs yeah they're not even required around the bases you just touch first and you take a right turn and oh. go right back into the dugout <laughs> if you get it over the fence yeah that would that works yeah or the guys that get the you know the courtesy runners which i know we did sometimes yeah i don't like in the courtesy runners games, but yeah i would love to the best part of hitting the home run is the trough right exactly oh these yeah these beer league guys they're so used to hitting them they're just no. like yeah eh, who needs the trot i know i hit it over it's good enough so good luck, Phil Regan, in your lawsuit. You're getting something. He's getting some money. If that is on record, uh, we have to as... call Brody to the stand, uh, Mr. Van Wagenen. Is it true that you told the media he was too old? <laughs> so great. How do you not know? You can't say that. So he'll get something, which is nice because now, so he was 82 years old in 2019. This is now four years later. He's 86. Give this guy some cash. Let him relax. Cash. This cash. Last few years. Give me cash. Give me cash. I'm trying to go back and see. Of course, if I Google Brody Van Wagen yeah. and Phil Regan too old, the only thing that's going to come up is this current All story. the articles, yeah. I want to see if I can find when he said that back in, what did you say it was, 2019? 2019. That's Why don't incredible. you uh, effort that, CeeLo? Let's take a quick break here. When we come back, I want to get to this uh, alligator story, the Utah story, uh, dude who needs CPR story, all sports-related. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know, something that would get Evan Roberts uh, very moist and excited. <laughs> and then at the top of the hour, Boomer is here. Gio is out today with the norovirus, and Jerry Recco will be with him. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Welcome back to the Warm-Up Program. My name is Al Dukes. Jerry is hosting today with Boomer. So CeeLo joins me. Hi, CeeLo. Hi, Al. Um, generally, when something seems too good to be true, yeah. it is. So my Uh-oh. antenna, antenna, antennae, antennae, antennas, San Diego, on San Diegans. Anyway, uh, it went up on this Brody Van Wagen and Phil Regans. I was like, I feel like I would have remembered Brody Van Wagen right. saying out loud that we let him go because he's too old. <laughs> so sure what about enough, a sound clip? Sure enough, I... Check the, the story, specifically the New York Post story here, which is probably where you got it. Oh, yes. I'd imagine. Big New York Post had guy. You, had you read and really locked I read. in and paid attention, you would see. First of all, let's also recall Phil Regan was the interim pitching coach. He was put in that role after Dave Island was fired, like midseason. All right, he this had, is good info, CeeLo. I appreciate this. He had, he had been in this. the organization for uh, some, some years, some other role or whatever, and he was essentially promoted as the interim pitching coach. All right. Now, I'm just going to read you one paragraph here. 
Regan served as the interim pitching coach for the Mets beginning in June 2019 following Dave Island's firing. Regan, who was 82 at the time, claims in the suit, claims is the key word, that the team's former general manager, Brody Van Wagenen, said he would not return because he was, quote, too old. Good enough for me. So he's claiming this, not, hey, here's my evidence. Here's the video of Brody Van Wagenen telling one, telling all. He's gone because he's too old. So I don't know how you go about proving that. It's all about the he Plus said, he said. it's a civil suit, not a criminal case. Yeah. I don't know if they're actually going to put Brody on the stand and cross-examine him. More than likely, I'd imagine this is one of those things that gets settled out of court. But he the, gets a little money, and we move on. I don't understand why age can't be a reason to get rid of somebody. That seems very reasonable. Uh, I don't know. Here's what the, the Especially law, when you're 82. It's not like we're kicking you to the curb and you can't, yeah. re- can't get to your retirement funds. This was the uh, quick reply via TMZ. Regan's attorney provided a statement to TMZ. Phil is the first to crack jokes about his age. Sure However, is. there's nothing funny about a person being nope. told that they're being passed over because their employer wants someone younger. That's discrimination, plain and simple. Yeah. And ultimately, they hired Jeremy Hefner, who at the time, I think, was like 33. Mm-hmm. So 50 years, his junior. <laughs> they chopped 50 years right off of that yeah. position. Yeah. It just seems like age is a reasonable thing to say, You're. we need to move on. Yeah. I think I think working in the Mets case, so I guess it's technically not against. I mean, Brody was part of it, but it's the Mets that right. the suit is being filed. Or, Fluid to the top, yeah, to brought the top. against the fact that he was made the interim. They never committed, never said, "Hey, you're going to be the full time guy." Good and point. now, oh by the way, you're gone. So that's like an easy out to me. Yeah, what do Mets. you do though? It's a he said, he said, right? So that's why I don't. I don't know how you prove that in court. Lie. It's all about the he said, she said. No, you do bleep, it, CeeLo. Bleep. Lie detector test in court, the two of them. Yeah, haven't they, like, uh, poked holes in that over yeah, the years? People can beat sucks. them. Like, yeah, there's no there's no exact way to nail that down. I know. I wish they could really there's figure no that out. There's no smoking gun in this case. I did see one time in pro wrestling, uh, they hooked Captain Lou Albano, the manager, to a lie detector test. Mm-hmm. They had some questions for Captain Lou. He attempted to beat the test by, check this out, very smooth move, when... He said the word no, he shook his head yes. When he said the word yes, he shook his head no, trying to throw off the system. (laughs) Mind games. Yeah, that Lou Albano. He played mind games. That's why he was a good manager. You wanted him on your side. Well done. By the way, Matthew on Instagram has already reached out to me, CeeLo, and he said to me that he and his either wife or girlfriend both are verified to purchase tickets. I will go as their guest if they get tickets to the MetLife shows. So they would just buy four and then you would pay him for correct. your two. That's correct. And he's not going to charge you like a commission or anything? We didn't get into it. Okay. But if he does charge me extra, age is discrimination. I'll <laughs> sue his ass. And do you feel like you have to go out to dinner with them or something? No, because it's at MetLife Stadium. He said he'll buy him a couple beers. I'll buy some beers. There you go. You want a hot dog or pretzel? Sure. No, but then after the after that. You know, no, after. it's so late. Yeah. Oh, you after. mean like down the road? Yes. Like, hey, yeah, next yeah. week we'll meet no chance. Yeah. Interesting. You, I won't even go out to dinner with you guys. Come on. <laughs> That's a fair point. Jeez. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I gotta get to bed. Yeah, I this is my it. one night of staying out late for for the rest of the year. Is what I would tell love that to, guy. Yeah, what was his name? Matthew. Matthew. Matt? Yeah. Utah State Senator Nate Bluen, Blauen, Bluen or sure. Blauen. I can uh, He's you. a Utah State Senator. He has uh, fired back at both Shaq and Charles Barkley for saying that Salt Lake City is quote a boring ass city. The state senator there in Utah said they were probably cooped up in the all-star VIP areas and didn't even go out into the city. I like that. It's a good fireback. It's a good retort. And this is 
old fake news. And he's upset because... Why is it old fake news? Because, like, they used to be that way in Utah. The Utah used to have bad beers, and you couldn't find beers, oh, so and you okay. couldn't you're go you're supporting out. the state senator. Yeah, I'm okay. supporting the state Got senator. It. He's like, that's old school. Right. We've moved into this century. You can go out and have a good time. And we're constantly battling this in our travel tourism. People think you can't come have a good time in Utah. And if you you like the outdoors, it is. Well, sure. Oh, my God. Yeah. I had beers out there. I went to Salt Lake City. When did you go to Salt Lake City? I went in the summer to, uh, not Salt Lake City. Park City. Park City, right next door there. You, like, consciously chose to go to Utah? Yeah. I'm impressed. You know how I did that? Uh, uh, I I got tickets, round-trip Delta tickets, that I bid on at uh, a, a Craig's charity Okay, event. and you picked Utah. Well, here's the thing. I didn't want to connect anywhere. <laughs> Newark, Delta, Newark went right. to like three cities. What's the most convenient thing where I don't have to? They went to Atlanta <clears throat> nonstop, uh, Detroit, uh, Minnesota, and Salt Lake City. That's it? Nonstop. Those are the Delta, only. Delta, Newark? Out of Newark, because Delta's main hub is like JFK. I mean, or... most are. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, true. What United is big at Newark? Yes, okay. United is Newark's. Yeah. So I said, okay, I'll go to Park City, and we mm-hmm. we went in the summer, and it was great. That all the ski lifts there and all, but you did other things like mountain biking. Yeah, and sure. It was cool. Look at you. Did you go into time. Salt Lake at all? I did go into Salt Lake. We went to the old Olympic Park, which was a fun time, and and rode the the things down. What what is that? You know those things bob in that, yeah, like the bobsled type things. You know, but the, in the summer, in the summer, but they weren't bobsleds. They're like the old action park in New yeah, Jersey. It's like an alpine slide. Alpine slide. All right. Remember in Action Park, New Jersey, people do that and they get out of that ride with all burns on their bodies because yeah. they were just sliding on pavement. Park City outside. So you flew into Salt Lake and then you I went flew into Park Salt Lake. Yep. All right. So uh, I've never been to Utah, so I can't speak on it. So the Utah State State Center is fired back. No word on Shaq or Barkley responding to that. Here's a very sad story. This is an 86-year-old Florida woman was killed by an alligator while walking her dog in her retirement community. It's not what you want. I gotta tell you, as someone who lived in Florida and someone who lived in a, uh, it sounds bougie to say gated community, but they're That's all what they gated, have down there. They're yeah. all gated communities. There are bodies of water. There are alligators. Sure. And I would never even walk anywhere near a body of water for fear of alligators. Now, when you say anywhere near, like yeah. what kind of what kind of uh, what kind of radius are we talking about here? I, I wouldn't go so because sometimes they're like at Disney World. There are paved paths that are yeah. near bodies of water or I, ponds well, or whatever and they have fair. the signs you know hey watch out for alligators i guess i would stay on the paved pa- paths the roads so when you say near yeah. you're not going off the path like into the grassy area right. closer to where the they can relax water. and and i had my head on a swivel sure. looking for alligators they lurk they lurk yeah and they do want to eat your dog they're really not interested in eating you <laughs> and they wanted to eat this woman's or your dog child or your child yeah and this woman was killed. She did save her dog, which is very interesting. The dog lived. Huh. So the alligator went after the dog. She, the woman somehow She got saved in between to try to fight off the alligator. But then she died. And then she died. Like, oh, she's old. Yeah. But did you feel... See, now I'm going to... I probably, read. Did you oh, fully read. read it? Uh-huh. So did she die of, like, loss of blood? Like... Did she drown because the, the alligator yeah. pulled her in? Yeah, drown. That's wow. what these alligators do. They're well, cowards. You, I was curious because you, yeah, but you said they're interested in the smaller. I thought maybe 
like you know she might have died from the wounds essentially yeah no these alligators i guess because she got in between the dog and uh, the alligator the alligator dragged her in the water drowning and then they roll you jeez and they roll you they're cowards yeah they are they bring you Bullies, into their cowards. environment. Yeah, exactly. Fight me out on the land. Yeah, no. Well, that that would be well, at our did. that would be they, our advantage. Yeah. Well, they they got her on the land. And, all you got to do, yeah, by the way, yeah, but it's a quick you know snatch and oh, grab yeah. and go. They don't linger out on the land much. All you got to do if you are fighting an alligator, hold its mouth shut. They have yeah. no power to open their mouths. I'm aware. So or you, you just pull the the Jim Carrey from Ace Ventura too. And give him or I know Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Elbow right to the head. Yeah, right to the head. Yeah. Yeah. Al has right. about a, a 20% chance of guessing this, I would say. Oh, the Amy Lawrence Sports Minute? To guess? I, thought I, I love Amy Lawrence him, I thought I would tell him not to guess. You do, 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 20%? Do. I'm going to say 1%. Oh, man. So it's going to be something to be difficult. Coming. Gotcha. Ah. First of all, it's brought to you by Jack Pocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone. Odyssey Sports Minute from Amy is what today, Al? Mm, Jalen Hurts contract with the Eagles. Wrong. Ah. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Welcome back to the warm-up program, Boomer with Jerry Recco this morning, because Gio has the neurovirus. He was told, you are not coming in. He didn't make that choice. He didn't. Nope. He not was welcome. told. Now, they told him, don't come in tomorrow. And he went like this, age discrimination. And I said, we don't have proof for it. We do not have proof. But he'll be back tomorrow, they say. Oh, okay. That's locked Although, in. No, it's not told, locked in. I was, I was told to be prepared to be in for the rest of the week. Oh, you're on standby mode? Yes. Now, I don't know where that came from, but mm-hmm. that's what I was made not told that. That's oh. okay. rest of the week. <laughs> Jerry, you're on standby. I wasn't told that. <laughs> All right. So then, you know what? Erroneous. Although oh, oh, they're waiting for me to get it. Right. Maybe. Right. They're like, it's going to go, like you said, it's in the building. Right. Mm-hmm. The higher ups are like, Jerry's probably going to get it. So <laughs> just stick around. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.